0: Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, March 13th. On this date, way back in 1781, Sir William Herschel discovered what was then the furthest planet known in our solar system. Can you guess which planet that was? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's see if your Monday forecast will be out of this world. We'll head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. And good Monday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Silva. Starting out cloudy and cool this morning. Grab the jackets. Uh, as far as the rain is concerned, most of the rain's out of here. There could be a little bit of drizzle out there this morning, not amounting to a whole lot. But it will be cloudy and damp. Now, second half of today, the clouds are going to start to clear out. Temperatures will go up into the mid to upper 60s this afternoon with the breeze out of the north and west. We have some chilly nights on the way tonight. 39. We'll be at 34 as we wake up on Wednesday morning. Likely to see some frost across most inland areas high temperatures in the upper 50s to around 60 tomorrow wednesday we do warm up second half of the work week will be around 76 friday for saint patrick's day you're listening to morning y'all your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the low country's news leader live five news now let's get to your morning headlines Charleston police are investigating a crash involving a motorcycle. Police tweeted that officers responded near Highway 17 and Old Charleston Road around 1 a.m. today. According to the tweet, this was a single vehicle crash and they're reporting serious injuries. Information is limited right now, but we will, of course, update you as soon as we learn more. Also new this morning, State Representative
1: Wendell Gilliard tells Live 5 that he will run for a state Senate seat left open by Senator Marlon Kempson. Senator Kempson is leaving his position in the state to take a position in the Biden administration. Kempson had previously represented the 42nd District since winning a special election in 2013. He was on the forefront of many debates, including the effort to remove the Confederate flag from the grounds of the state house following the massacre at Mother Emanuel AME Church in 2015. He will be one of 14 that were appointed to advise the government on overall trade policy.
0: With Senator Kimson's announcement, it leaves a position open in the state legislature. A special election will be scheduled to fill the remainder of Kimson's term, which was set for four years and will run until 2024. Aside from Representative Gilliard, one other person has announced his intention to run. Charleston attorney Dion Tedder says he will run for Kimson's seat Tedder, a state representative, was first elected to the House in 2020. He currently serves on the Education and Public Public Works Committee. Former South Carolina governor, meanwhile, uh, Nikki Haley, will be in the Grand Strand today as part of her early campaigning. She'll host a rally at Horry Georgetown Tech's campus in Myrtle Beach. Doors open at 5. The event starts at 6. Haley was the first from the Republican Party to announce her intention to run against former President Donald Trump.
1: Well, the town of James Island has plans for a new state park that sits on a historic
0: site. Leaders of say the concept of turning this historic land into a state park came together after the Sisters of Charity of Our Lady of Mercy sold their convent which housed nuns since 1958.
1: Our Samantha Popovic, she joins us live. And Samantha, uh, what will become of this particular land?
2: This convent, which sits on 23 acres of land, could soon be used for bike and walking trails, weddings, conferences, and educational field trips. The state purchased this land for over 23 million dollars in 2021. The May Forest Convent, which housed the Sisters of Charity of Our Lady of Mercy since after World War II, is now vacant and currently sits on Fort Johnson Road on James Island. The Roman Catholic Diocese of Charleston says the remaining four nuns of Sisters of Charity of Our Lady of Mercy were still living in the convent up until last fall. Mayor of James Island Bill Woolsley, says the project has been a couple of years in the works. He says the convent is owned by the city of Charleston and not the town of James Island. Mayor Woolsey says this project is going to extend into the Department of Natural Resources complex and says the state's plan is to create parking spaces near the side of the convent which allows access into the DNR property, which closes their gate for vehicles after business hours and on weekends. Plans for the northern side of the property include a state park, and his goal is to get Fort Johnson back open to the public as a park facility.
0: The northern part on the harbor side will become the um, nucleus of a, a, a state park. Now, our understanding, my understanding is that the Department of Natural Resources owns the property, but it will be managed by the um, South Carolina Parks Authority. And the town has been involved with other stakeholders in, in this planning process, and we've str- I've strongly backed it. I think it's a very good um, thing for our island and for Fort Johnson.
2: Mayor Woolsey says these plans could take about a decade or so, but expects the convent to be open within a a year or so. Reporting live on James Island, Samantha Popovics, Live 5 News.
0: Thanks, Samantha. Some other facts about the property up for discussion. That property houses Fort Johnson. That's where the first shot was fired in the Civil War. The Harbor Master's house, which served as a quarantine station for immigrants, entering Charleston in the 1800s. Uh, It has been vacant since 2015. The Berkeley County Sheriff's Office is searching for a man they say fled the scene after a traffic stop. It happened near College Park Road just before 1230 yesterday afternoon. Authorities are still in that area searching for that man. We'll keep you updated on air and online as we learn more.
1: Mount Pleasant Police are looking for a young man who has been missing now for over a week. The person on your screen is Jalen Clark. His age has not been released. He was last seen around 2 in the afternoon on March 3rd, walking in the Hickory Shadows area. Clark was seen wearing black jeans with holes, a black shirt, a black backpack, and a men's pearl necklace. If you've seen him, you're asked to contact the Mount Pleasant Police Department. Well, tonight, the Charleston County School District Board, they're going to hear why a task force thinks its teachers should get a raise. The
0: goal is for teachers to be able to afford living in the community where they teach. Andrew Rowan joins us in the studio this morning to break down some of the numbers board members will hear tonight.
3: That's right, they'll hear a recommendation to increase the teacher's starting salary by about 35%. So how do we get there? Let's look at the numbers. Currently, if you're a 22-year-old who was just hired with a bachelor's degree, you're making an annual salary of a bit more than $43,000. That's about $2,400 per month, the net. So what the committee did is they calculated the cost of living in the Charleston area. That's rent with a roommate in a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment, car payments, insurance, utilities, groceries, a few other things. When you add all of that up, the new teacher is currently $155 in the red every month. And that number is even worse when you calculate it for some of the more experienced teachers who have mortgages. Affordable housing is really the driver here. You may have heard of the budgeting rule to spend 30% of your monthly income before taxes On rent? Well, a teacher with a bachelor's degree would need 22 years of experience to afford a home in Charleston County under the current pay scale. And that 30% rule is often the qualification to be approved for a mortgage or as a renting tenant. Now, here's the issue if we take you into the numbers corner. The district says they just don't have the budget to raise salaries where the average rent for a one-bedroom apartment in Charleston is equivalent to 30% of a teacher's salary. But the committee said they could do it at maybe 40, so right now it's at about 54%. So if we run all those same expenses from earlier under that 40% rule, that first-year teacher with a roommate comes out $565 in the green. I do want to note that some of the projections for one-bedroom housing still show some debt each month, but the task force hopes that by fixing this calculation, they'll be able to keep and retain good teachers, which they say they are losing a lot faster than they can replace.
1: Going dancing, the College of Charleston men's basketball team found out where they're going to be playing in the round one of the NCAA tournament. Emily Johnson talked to fans about the moment that they have been
0: waiting for. Hundreds of Cougar fans crowded inside the downtown stadium to cheer on their team and find out with the players who they will be playing in the tournament. It's only his second season coaching the Cougars, and Pat Kelsey's team is ranked 12th in the South region. They'll be facing the fifth seed San Diego State Aztecs.
3: Oh, the coach Kelsey vibes unreal. He gets everyone going. There's a different vibe when you come to the sixth, so it's, it's unreal.
2: It's pretty exciting seeing them to go all the way to March Madness. Uh, I hope they have a great run. I'm rooting for them. Uh, let's go, Cougars.
3: Woo!
0: The Charleston Cougars will be playing San Diego State what on thanks. Thursday we'll in Orlando. According to
3: Charleston,
2: Emily Johnson and Life
0: And when it comes to women's basketball, the undefeated Gamecocks are the number one overall seed in the tournament. South Carolina will face Norfolk State in the first round of the tournament at home on Friday. The defending national champions are six wins away from becoming only the 10th women's basketball team to complete an undefeated season. This year, we... We, we're, we're playing more experience with the target on our back. So it's, it's not as much, there's pressure, but it's not as much pressure. Meaning, like we had to win last year, like for,
1: for our own psyche, for Aaliyah, for the Freshies. Uh, we had to win because of how we lost the year before. You know, we know what it felt like to win. We know what it feels like to lose in this situation. So, you know, we want the same feeling we had last year.
0: The tournament begins Wednesday with two first four games. The full madness starts with 16 games Friday and 16 more the next day. For some retirees in South Carolina,
1: the golden years, they have a new meaning as they go for the gold in the Liberty Games. Each fall, Liberty senior living communities, they put on their Community Olympics, hosting
0: between 10 to 30 events. Pretty impressive. At the end of their Community Olympics, winners are announced and winners at each event are invited to participate in the annual Spring Liberty Games. This year's games will be hosted at Liberty's South Bay community in Mount Pleasant. Organizers say
1: there's going to be around 120 Olympians from South and North Carolina as well as Florida. Opening ceremonies are set for Wednesday, March 15th at 10 a.m. Let the games begin.
0: Looking ahead, the Low Country's favorite Ragin' Cajun celebration returns to James Island County Park next month. Bringing Louisiana live to the low country, event-goers can expect a variety of food, including jambalaya, alligator, and andouille sausage, and crawfish. If you prefer a milder menu, organizers say there will also be other low country staples like seafood, southern barbecue, and traditional festival foods. That festival begins on Saturday, April 22nd. It'll be from noon until 6 p.m. Looks like fun. Well, wrestling fans,
1: mark your calendar. All of your favorite WWE superstars, they're returning to the North Charleston Coliseum. Wrestlers from Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, they're going to be under one roof for the WWE Super Show Sunday, May 14th. The Super Show starts at 5 p.m. Tickets are on sale starting at $20. We do have a link at LowCountryWeekend.com.
0: At the top of the show, I told you that on this date in 1781, Sir William Herschel discovered a never-before-detected planet in our solar system. It was the seventh planet, Uranus. The planet was named for the Greek god of the sky. Celebrating birthdays today, actor William H. Macy is 73. Actor Annabeth Gish is 52. Actress Tracy Wells from Mr. Belvedere is also 52. And U.S. Olympic gold medal skier Michaela Schriffen is 28. Thank you for starting your morning and your week with morning, y'all, from Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning, Y'all. Produced every weekday morning, you can listen and subscribe at live5news.com slash podcast. And download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News the low country's news leader